0: Welcome. Pull up a seat, relax, and pour yourself a drink. You're invited to listen in on Bean and Bowman share life stories and personal perspectives. our podcast bean and bowman welcome back and so glad to see you again steve this is a, i'm really looking forward to our conversation today this topic has really grabbed me and i don't just mean that as a pun the topic is carpe diem seize the day and uh i'm really looking forward to really diving into this ext- I think it's going to be an important subject, um, and uh, looking forward to hearing what you have to say about Carpe Diem. Take us there. Yeah, I'm I, um, happy to do that, uh, actually.
1: It's a, sort of a favorite subject of mine. I um, have had a long history of doing that. Uh, um, Carpe Diem is a phrase used to urge someone to make the most of the present time and give little thought to the future. Um, the full phrase of "carpe diem" uh, in Latin. I, I actually studied Latin in high school. Is hmm. carpe, "carpe diem quam minimum credula postero," which means "pluck the day, trusting as little as possible to the future." Um, I can pronounce those words because of my Latin teacher, uh, Doctor Um In Boris, the forest, the, um, the Latin poet uh, said that the phrase is part of a lar- larger phrase. Um, that I just mentioned, which is often trace- translated as seize the day, put very little trust into tomorrow and the future. The uh, the ode that he uh, that says the future is unforeseen and one should not leave to chance future happenings, but rather one should do all that one can today to uh, uh, one's own betterment. Uh, the phrase is usually understood uh, against Horace's Epicurean background, because um, uh, Horace was a Roman poet um, an, inter- an interesting guy. Um, uh, his real his name was uh, in full was Quintus Horatius Flactius, uh born in uh, 65 BC in Venusia, Italy, died in 27 um, BC in Rome. outstanding lyric He was an outstanding lyric uh, poet and notable um, has written and had written a, a number of things that were followed. Um, um and th- and then there's ways to describe the situation. The word YOLO, meaning "You Only Live Once," expresses a center, uh, similar sentiment. Uh, if you saw the movie um, with Robin Williams, uh, Dead Poet Society, uh, John Keating was played by uh, by Robin Williams, and he famously said, uh, "Seize the day, boys. Make your lives extraordinary." Later, this line was voted as a ninety fifth best movie quote by the american film institute
0: yeah it's very interesting tell me when we're talking about the idea of of the future being unforeseen is is this idea sees the day that goes back and i and i i really didn't know uh actually that it goes back the idea goes back to around 2000 years ago um very familiar with robin williams portraying that role in um in Dead Poet Society, fabulous, fabulous movie. And you've inspired me to go back and re, re-watch that. Um, but this idea of the future being unforeseen, is there some kind of a notion that when you're living to only towards the future, towards the unforeseen, that you're gonna somehow miss whatever opportunities face you in the immediate present?
1: Yeah, and then I, and as we talked about earlier, you know, what were some of my opportunities that that I chose to experience um, rather than pass them by uh, and regret having passed them by in the future? And I, and, um, and I think they could be a model for other people to do the same thing. Number one, I chose to fly on the Concorde, the supersonic jet at 1,300 per hour and 70,000 feet in the sky. Um, and um, most people don't do that, can't do that, haven't done that. But I chose to do it because I wanted to know what it felt like. I also chose to uh, work on my doctoral degree while uh, at an advanced age. Most people don't do it, uh can't do it, won't do it, uh, and so on. Uh, went to see a number of places that I would normally not have seen had I not reached out and, and done so um um i I also started when i was a kid i started a magic act performed in front of lodges and so on over a period period of time wrote three books um wrote for 160 articles for a magazine had my own radio program most people don't do that uh gave a lot of speeches including keynote speeches so i i have actually done all these things and um it is it urges. It urged me to give uh, most of my present time to the president, to the to the present and rather and little, thought, little, actually little thought to the future.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's very interesting. And it's very, um, you know, and I know I know firsthand from the fact that, you know, we've <laughs> we've known each other for 30 years uh, due to uh, you being my father-in-law and. Hearing about these amazing things that you've done, and it has been exemplary. The very fact that, rather than saying, you know, hey, I'll do this later, or uh, man, when I get around to it, or you know, that would be that's a dream that yeah may or may not happen. Uh, you have uh, you know taken an idea uh, that you're interested in, taken a desire, whatever it happens to be, and saying, okay, let's go for it. Let's go for it now. So that's very uh that is that is very very uh that is very inspiring what role does um you know what role does planning or you know looking forward to something have in this mix i mean does it need to be balanced is it something that should be ignored completely are we just supposed to be in the present all the time or is it a is there some kind of a a, a healthy balance uh between uh, on the one hand you know planning and and thinking about the future as well as you know living in the present,
1: yeah, I think it has to be realistic on many levels, including financial. <clears throat> but it does have to be realistic. Uh, you have to um, consider the realism of the event. did I did I have the opportunity to, to fly on on the Concord? Uh, yeah, because they offered a special on that deal. it's was very expensive. But I thought, you know, I'm one of the few people that I know other than my wife and I that actually flew on the Concorde. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they discontinued his use. Um, um, you know, li- living in the present moment uh, means no longer worrying about what happened in the past and not fearing what will happen in the future. It means it means enjoying what's happening now and living for today. Um, choosing to live only in the past, not only robs you of enjoyment today, but it also robs you of truly living. Uh, the only important moment is a present moment. Um, With that goal in mind, I got a list for you that I prepared on uh, uh, how to actually live in the present moment. All right, Uh, let's hear it. Yeah. Number one, remove unneeded possessions. Minimalism forces you to live in the present. Removing obstacles associated with the past memories frees you to allow you to stop living in the past. Once the past no longer has power, you can begin to live in the moment. Makes complete sense smile each day uh is full of endless possibilities start it with a smile you are in control of your attitude every morning keep it optimistic expectant be intentional about it and you'll find yourself doing it every day without even realizing it um fully appreciate the moments of today soak in as much of today as you possibly can the sights the sounds the smells the emotions the triumph and the sorrow these are our daily lives but we often forget to take them in and truly appreciate them. Um, forgive past hurts. If you're harboring resentment towards another human being because of past hurts, choose to forgive and move on. Um, the uh, The harm was the harm was their fault, but allowing it to impact you your mood today is yours. So let's go on to be the live in the present moment instead. Those are five, and I'll save the five for for your the remaining five. For uh, your uh, reaction to them, um, it's it's about it's about that, and and at the end of the the five, I have some advice for a person like myself uh, mm-hmm. who has achieved a great many things in my lifetime at, at a high level of achievement. Uh, it's it's not always as pleasurable as one might think it's to be.
0: Right, right. and you you've already kind of preempted my my question on that and and you're reading my mind, I guess, uh, to a certain extent. The fact is 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 that are there, you know can are there risks? Is there a downside? Are there risks uh, to uh, to living in, to you know seizing the day to to doing things in the present? is are there risks for, for example, of failure? And if so, how does that you know, how do how do you uh, reconcile that? Yeah, there, are, <clears throat> there. What I'm finding is
1: that there are risks, and that in my case, I've done, I've done an enormous amount of things uh, at a very high level of performance. I've written three books. I've had my own radio program. I've given speeches. Um, I've done virtually uh, everything that one could want to do at a very high level. And I and I guess that I was able to do that because I had the skills, I had the talents and um, I was able to do that. And then when you reach a certain age and you find out that that, you know, you you really can't perform at the same level, it uh, it it can be depressing Mm -hmm. uh, because you you want to be able to perform at the same level, but you really can't do that anymore. And so you um, I'm not sure what you really do about that. Uh, you just can't do it anymore. Uh, you, you know, you you reach a certain age where 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 it's very difficult to to do so. And um, so even if you even if you still have the skills to perform them, you can't always do so at at a high at a high at the high level you did before. Although some of them I can do, and um, you know I reached out for advice on that subject. Uh, you know, if I can still do it, well, you know, wh- why not do it? Uh, my brother has been very helpful to me in in that regard. And then, if I can't do something at a certain level, he's more than willing to take it over and uh, complete the task. So, um, it's um, it. You know, there there's a positive and negative to everything. Um, I'm all, I'm almost thought at times it would be it would be good not to be so good at so many things at one time. During one's life, uh, it makes it a lot easier later on. Um, just does because you don't have as much to live up to. I think foot. Mm-hmm. I think national football players run into that situation a great deal. They, they have that. Uh, you know, they were great players at one time, and then they can't play as great anymore, and it really it really brings them down. It's a it's a tough it's a tough way to live.
0: Is, as you're saying that, I am also thinking though that you know uh do you have the satisfaction uh at this point in your uh in your life to look but to look back and even though you know you were talking about not living in the past and you know uh, uh, minimizing and you know and and um kind of not hanging on to things at the same time knowing that you did do the things that you wanted to do in that time. In in other words, you know, uh, you did not wait. You 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 had an idea, you had a desire to do something, you did it. And now looking back, that's is there a satisfaction on saying, Yeah, I, I did that. I did that. I didn't wait. And I didn't I didn't uh waste that opportunity. Is that something that occurs to you? Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a certain
1: satisfaction to it, but it's uh it's still. It is still, um, you know, it it works on you, and it and uh, you, you know you got to be able to balance all that out, um, and just uh, you know you know what am I supposed to do? Sit home every day and do nothing, even though I can still get a lot of it done. Um, I, I don't I don't think that that's a good idea either. If you can still do part of it, um, number six that yeah. I didn't get to is dream about the future. Work hard for today. Dream big, set goals and plans for the future. But working hard today is always the first step toward realizing dreams tomorrow. Um, number seven, don't dwell on past accomplishments. If you're still talking about what you did yesterday, you haven't done much today. Mm-hmm. From my, from my view. Number eight, stop worrying. Can't fully appreciate today if you worry too much about tomorrow. Realize that tomorrow is going to happen whether you worry about it or not. And since worry has never accomplished anything for anybody, redirect your mental energy elsewhere. Number nine, uh, think beyond old solutions to problems. Uh, Our world is changing so fast that most of yesterday's solutions are no longer the right answers today. Don't get locked into a but that's how we used to. We've always done it mentality. Yesterday's solutions are not today's solutions. And they're certainly not tomorrow's. And number 10, sounds like a David Letterman show um uh, conquer addictions addictions in your life hold you hostage they keep you from living completely free and remove the focus from the moment and um find some help take some steps remove their um influence over your life and allow yourself to live in the moment action free uh, l- learn to live in the present moment is an essential ingredient to a happy life uh, if you can only live one moment at a time you might as well make it the present uh, I, I as I, as I said uh, as I said before, um, I, I think that um, I think that um, that having accomplished a great deal in one's lifetime can come back and be burdensome. Uh, you just have to learn to uh, to uh, sort sort of give it up and um, just if you're going to accomplish something, else don't expect you know major expectations of yourself because you're older now and you can't do as much you just simply can't
0: right right now i like some of these points here stop worrying wow wow that's that's a that's 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 a, i mean it's for me that's <laughs> sounds easier said than done sometimes there, there's definitely got to be some skills and some strategies to not not worry not to not worry because worry I know that just happens. And you're right. It 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 it, it, it does. It's not going to help. It's not going to help. And it's not going to. It only clouds seeing what's in one's present. So that's a very, very definitely good piece of advice there. Can you think of any uh, examples in your life where, you know, on the humorous side, where you seized the day, you did something, you seized the moment, you jumped head on into it. You said, I'm doing this thing, man. I'm just going to go do it. And then, I don't know, something goofy happened, some something embarrassing or something uh, something that you would laugh about afterwards.
1: Yeah, I find I find it at, at my age that um, that going to as many doctors as I have to go to is I find to be somewhat embarrassing and and somewhat uh, takes me down um, and taking as many. Um, Oh, you know, taking as many prescription drugs as I have to take uh, is a real chore. And um, yet at the same time, you know, I realized that, you know, it it doesn't go on forever, that uh, eventually one leaves this life, you know. And uh, in, in my particular case, you know, I, I'm not really worried about um, dying at all. I have spent very little time thinking about that. Uh, well, I'm more concerned about a bad quality of life while I'm alive. Uh, that that's what I'm, you know. And I and I and I worry about my wife. Uh, you know, things things of the of that nature. She's got bad allergies this time of the year, and she doesn't feel well. And and uh, and I worry about her. Uh, so you know, it's, you you run across times in your life where it's where you know, the, the you know the 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 thrill of success is is um, overdone by the agony of um uh, of all the things that come on you and as you age. Uh, mm-hmm. right. there isn't, and and you know the amazing thing is there's really nothing you can do about it. Everybody that lives and everybody dies, and you you die when you die and you live when you live. The quality of your life is what it is when it is and uh, some people have better luck at that and some people don't and you know that that's my philosophy on the, on the entire subject uh um, right. you know you you can you can be on one hand thrilled that you have achieved a great deal but on the other hand it can be very very burdensome in later years
0: right so what kind of so so you've given you've given us some um some advice some lists here on on how to actually. Um, do it right um what uh what else would you like to add in terms of you know sharing this important piece of advice with others um on the one hand you're saying you know it can be birds burdensome is it worth it in the end i mean is ultimately is is it uh is it is it worth uh going through that life philosophy of carpe diem um
1: i don't know um I don't know. I, I think a lot of that. It, sometimes I wonder if it was worth it all. You know, I've done, you know, literally so many things that, um, and I was driven to do them. You know, for some psychological, you know, as they say in, in the field of ideology. you know, I was driven to do them, and and I did them, and and then there is always the 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 concept of having the intellect to do it. You know, if I started out to do a project and I couldn't do it, then I probably stop, You know, but I always managed to do it. I mean, I've written 160 articles for a magazine. My editor calls me the content king. <laughs> uh, where did I come up with these articles? And, I mean, no one knows except me. You know, so right. it's my my choice to do them. And I think the I think the solution to the problem in my case is if you can if you can still do them you know, and not expect major, major of, you know, accept rates of your, for, of yourself, um, then that's peaceful. But if you're, you know, you know, a, you know, a, a state of not peace in your, in your psychic economy, as they have been known to refer to it, then, you know, you got to wonder whether it was, whether it was all w- worth it or not. But, um, you know i certainly enjoyed doing it all the time i did it i mean how was it uh you know i, I won a, a racquetball championship uh, i taught i coached a racquetball team um i had huge amounts of success and i got huge pleasure out of it at the time little did i know that so- at some time in the future they might come back to bite me you know um because they you know i not you know not in my mind anyway being able to do them at the same level even though i'm finding that there are many that i can do at the same level um so i suppose it's okay to keep doing them as long as you can keep doing them why not you know and those i can't really do in my business um my brother's more than happy to help me do you just go on until you can't um something stops you you know Some, something stops you i, I don't think that I don't think my intellect will stop me, um, you know, sometimes I have a negative feelings toward my intellect. I, I think, you know, boy, I really hate myself for, for being as smart as I am, you know, it's a funny reason to hate yourself, but sometimes I think to myself, I wish I, I didn't hate myself as much for being as smart as I am, but sometimes you don't have a choice because you can't deliver the goods. But in many cases, I can. And and you and then you read about people that go to the office every day when they're ninety-five. What's he come to the office for every day? Well, he just comes in and hangs around and so on. And he likes to to see things getting done or or whatever it's about. I think it's I think it I think it boils down to coming to grips with yourself. So if you happen to have had a life where you've actually seized the day and you've done it over and over and over and over again. You better be aware that there can be some negative ramifications to uh, getting caught up in that uh, scenario because uh you can allow that to happen and the best way to live a happy life is to not allow yourself to get caught up in in that scenario unless you're you know a different kind of person than i am i i just am built that way you know i, I have built that way you know i i can't fly a jet airplane but um, i can do other things and and um you know i hope i'm getting my point for us but um, it, it, everything comes with a price
0: what do you think um just going back to the reference in in the movie um dead poet society what what is what is the uh robin williams again i can't remember the name of the teacher who he portrays you mentioned uh Mr. keating i think you said it was um what what is his message to the students what is he what is he warning them about what is he what is he seeing in them that he needs to tell them that important message
1: I say do the best you can no matter what you got going and um you know put up with any discomfort that you have to in the process and then eventually you will you will get used to it and um you just keep on going I mean I'm I'm uh, 82 I, I could live to be uh, 92 and f- fully cognitive of, of um, functioning 100, 100 miles an hour should i not do that i mean even though i can do that and even though in some cases it's at the same level as it was before uh, i remember when i had a hospital stay not that i enjoyed that but nevertheless um i never did care for a low salt um, so I I remember I had a hospital stay, and two doctors came up. They had done a brain scan, and they told me that they found no deterioration in my brain uh, over my eighty-two thrilling years, and uh, and they found that to be so exemplary, they had to come up and tell me that uh, I could go on for a long, long time. So you know, I and, and I've noticed that on a cognitive level, it, the, the 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 thing I think the thing that I've I've learned the most out of it all is that it is that uh, it lit- literally everything has a price. Sometimes the price is worth it, sometimes not. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Important words, very, very important words. You got
1: to you you sort of decide, you know, if it's worth it or not. Um, if, if it's really, if it's really worth it to you, you know, I mean, I, I'm looking at my list of things, you know, um, you know, you know, or, you know, I tell people that I wrote three books, you know, I mean, how many people... Wrote three books. I mean, you know, authors. But I'm not an author. You know, I wrote. I wrote. I wrote for a magazine. 160 articles. I had a radio program with 40,000 listeners. Hmm. I gave gave keynote speeches around the country. You know, I, I I was in a doctoral program where I was clearly the the oldest one there with a 3.8 average. And even today, I still I still miss it. You know, I, I still miss it. Begin. I know that it's unrealistic now, but uh, I, I still have this. Re- you know, I still miss it. Uh, but I realize that it's it's just biting off more than I can chew, and it would be you know somewhat. I think that ship has already sailed. Uh, and sometimes you gotta you gotta realize that. So you know the the, uh, the I think that the the, the moral of the story is um I think the thing that that uh, Robin Williams was saying was um, make you make. Uh, your life's extraordinary.
0: Right, 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 right. Yeah, and I, that think, was, so. Yeah, I right,
1: think so, too. It, it was a great line. And um, sometimes uh, some people are more emotional than others. I happen to be one. And it, it does get to me at times um, to exceed at everything. That's the way it is with me. Uh, it's not true with everybody
0: right right well these i think they're important words and I'm, I'm really uh i think it's a it's it's a great gift you yeah, know that you're sharing this with our listeners uh people who um may be in a similar situation or maybe not in a similar situation but will draw um, guidance and uh, wisdom from from your words so i really i really appreciate you being so honest and candid, I mean, this is not uh, this is not a, a light subject at all. Uh, it's a very it's that's a very serious one, and I think that um, who knows who knows there are people who are listening who may come away from this and say, "Wow, that was really helpful. You've you've really articulated uh, something that I'm living with." Um, so I've, I'm grateful yeah. to you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. What do you think? What do you What do you think you you would do in your situation if you um um, were in my situation. Um, and, um, you know, you, you still had the skills, as they say to pay the bills and, um, you still had the skills to pay the bills, but, uh, it does make you uncomfortable because you, you realize that, uh, you may not be able to, you know, um, you know, hold up your end to the level that you did in the past. Would you still attempt to, um, um, to, you know, participate
0: so it's a really important question and obviously i i i'm not 82 years old i'm going to be 60 next month so i can't speak from the perspective of someone in their 80s however i can't speak from a perspective of someone who's had um two surgeries and have as a result have had to make some uh changes in one's li- in my lifestyle
1: yeah, I think that uh, that <clears throat> yeah, I think that makes sense. I think that you you have to uh, like I now have uh, hearing aids, you know. I find them to be a pain in the neck. Actually, they're a pain in the ear. But um,
0: I uh, and and then I did. The other well, wait, there, I was, those at, but you can hear. You can hear with your hearing. In you know, other words, those hearing aids. Yeah, you right? can hear. Well, that's a big deal. That's a big deal, and I know people who who are fighting getting hearing aids. They're fighting it, and they're they're saying, "I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to go to that place. I'm going to be in denial." You know what? You know what, You know what the result is? Guess what? They can't hear. They can't so hear, they're right? missing. They're missing out on all that. So wait.
1: I re- well, good for you. Well, I remember. I remember Kadeen's mother who refused to wear hearing aids, and, she, and we used to tell her, "You got to wear hearing aids." She says, "I hear what I want to hear."
0: yeah okay that's 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 very cute and everything but the bottom line is that you are going to miss things you're going to miss the things that your children and your grandchildren say you're going to miss the subtleties of the sounds in the world music and 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 the birds and and all that and you know just things that are going on i i I think that's a very cute response and and i remember her dearly she's a wonderful person however here being able to hear is very important and if you can if you, when you embrace putting in hearing aids, when you embrace uh, walking with with a walker or with a walking stick, or if you, if or whatever one needs to do, I'm talking about myself having to do that, embrace it. So I'll give you an example. Like for example, so I going back to the walking stick example. So you know what? I just bought a very expensive hand carved uh, wood walking stick, handcrafted by an artisan in the old city of Jerusalem. Okay, not not cheap, but you know what? If you're going to do it, go all the way. Invest, enjoy it, enjoy it, embrace it. Get a good stick. <laughs> that's what they,
1: that's what they say in the Chinese restaurants. So, you know what <sighs> left off my list was I actually did stand-up comedy uh in uh in front of 450 people uh at a major comedy club in um and did uh, hundreds of TV commercials. So it it um it just it never ended. When I did stand-up comedy, I uh, Kadeen was more nervous sitting in the audience than I was standing on the stage. Mm-hmm. But I think I think that the the, the main point of, from from my standpoint is that is that uh, no, absolutely nothing is free. There, there's a price you pay for everything, and how how you view that price as being worth worth what it's cost is what you're really really all about.
0: Exactly. I think with that comes uh, gratitude, that sense of yeah. that sense of being at peace with your decisions, being at peace with where you're at, knowing that yes, there were there were uh costs, costs and risks along the way. Um, and as you say, a sense of, you know, maybe you overdid it and now keeping up with that now is um is is, you know, a letdown. But that sense of gratitude that you did do it that you took you did carpe diem you did seize the day you did not let the opportunity go by um and miss that opportunity and i think that that the the sum total really is is a sense of being grateful don't you agree
1: yeah i i well i i think it i think i was grateful that i had the ability to do it probably would have you know thought on an intellectual level back then and said don't do it because this would come back and bite you one day but uh, but it was a natural thing for me to do and um you know your your approach is a, is a very good approach um and uh, you know i enjoyed being recognized on the street when i did my tv commercials and i enjoyed uh doing stand-up comedy and um and um you know it did um it just goes to show you, you can you, you can't have one without you cannot have one without the other like I said, a good analogy is a football player who was a great player and then he wasn't, you know, and on the same field with the same ball, doing the same game. And then what? You know.
0: OK, I, I hear that. And then what? But then, you know, I'm thinking of and I'm thinking of a friend of mine, uh, Jeremiah Castile, a professional ball player, professional football player. And when he got older, he. You know, he turned his energy from playing football and he was, he was also awarded for his, uh, for his excellent, um, uh, excellent, uh, playing. He turned his skills into other areas. Um, he today is, uh, actually works with the uh, Crimson Tide football team in, in, uh, in Alabama. Uh, he does mentoring, he does coaching. Um, he's a, he's become a, a pastor. So he's a, um, uh, a spiritual mentor, and um, loves him and his wife. They love what they do. They love what they do, and they're still connected to the football world.
1: Yeah, no, that's a that's a healthy approach. That that's a healthy approach. I um, I remember when I was in uh, in grade school. I liked nothing better than to be on the stage uh, uh, at performing in something in what they used to refer to as auditorium class, mm-hmm. and uh, I felt better on the stage than I did in the audience. So it's um, I don't I don't I don't know where that, that really all, all originated, but um, nonetheless, it did it, it originate, and, and I did have the skills. So I'm going to I'm going to make every attempt to to adjust to the situation now, and just uh, take get some help when I need some help doing something, and and uh, don't look for help when I don't need any help. <laughs> and, and so I, I appreciate uh, your advice uh, on the on the rebound here. It is
0: what it is. It Get is open. what it is. Yeah. 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 It is what it is. I like that. I like that. It is what it is. This has been good. This has been good. And I'm 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 um I'm grateful to you. And thank you for this very important conversation. And uh and looking forward to our next podcast. So, you know, yeah, I'm looking forward to
1: the next uh, podcast. I thought it would this would be an interesting subject to share with you because you're very insightful. And uh, I, I always appreciate your advice as well as not only mine, you know, being on the, on the podcast.
0: You got it. My pleasure.